Hi, everyone. Welcome to Arrive in 5, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage, and bring you to a better place in five minutes. My name is Gans, and today we're talking about work-life balance. Let's get into gear. Now, millions of hardworking people all over the world live with an imbalance in their work and personal lives. To be clear, I'm talking about an imbalance of time. They arrive at the office early, they stay late, they skip lunch breaks, and they work from home when unable to finish their tasks for the day. But the price they pay for this imbalance is huge. The end results include job dissatisfaction, relationship issues, and health woes. Situations like these beg the question, why are we doing this to ourselves? The prevailing myth is, people who work over and above their work hours will receive positive reinforcement, either through financial compensation, promotion, or other company-related bonus. The reality is a little less rosy. Overtime doesn't always pay. As a matter of fact, research shows that working longer hours does not result in increased efficiency. So company and employee both lose. Meanwhile, new research shows that companies in Sweden have found that a six-hour workday has resulted in higher engagement, productivity, and overall job satisfaction because employees maximize the time they have so they can leave and spend time in other activities they enjoy. Now, if we're not working for companies that have that kind of mentality, but we are registering enough overtime to be aware of the imbalance, what do we need to do to restore balance to the force, so to speak? I have five questions that I hope will help us gain some much-needed clarity on this important topic. Question 1. Ask yourself, am I happy? A study conducted by the University of Warwick confirmed that happy workers are 12% more productive than unhappy workers. Some people are perfectly happy being at work and don't mind putting in a little extra time, especially if they're on a roll, so to speak. But part of what makes work-life imbalance so infuriating is the awareness that you are at work when you no longer have to be and don't want to be. If constant overtime is a sour point for you, then it may be time to consider making a few changes so you can avoid the OT blues. Question 2. Ask yourself, am I really being productive? When I first started work in Australia, I soon found out that the company I worked for had to force me out of work at 5 p.m. Now this was very different from my previous experience where overtime was not actively discouraged. Being aware that I had to clock out at 5 made me more aware of the limited time that I had, so I leveled up in terms of time management and productivity. I reduced my work hour social media presence, and I implemented several strategies to become more efficient with my time. I'm actually going home earlier, and every day I feel fulfilled because I know I was productive and I did a good job. Question 3. Ask yourself, what am I trying to prove? For some, the overtime issue isn't an issue of happiness or productivity. It's an issue of identity. Men have to deal with the work devotion stereotype that career success comes to he who prioritizes work above all else. Meanwhile, career women work as hard, if not harder, than men because they have to deal with real or perceived gender inequality in the workplace. So does your work or national culture equate the long hours with career success? Is your reputation for being a hard worker worth the constant overtime? Should you receive the deserved promotion, recognition, or whatever star you're reaching for, and you've finally proven yourself, will you give yourself the pleasure of striking a better balance? Or do you think you'll enter the next phase of your career still burning the midnight oil to maintain the prestige that you've just earned? If it feels like a vicious cycle, maybe it's time to take control. They don't call it a rat race for nothing. Question 4. Ask yourself, what am I giving up in exchange for this? Clearly, overtime is a time exchange. The hour that you're spending rendering overtime, for which you may or may not get paid, is time that you are taking away from something else. Me time for you and a hobby, or working out at the gym, or resting at home with your family. Date time with a significant other. Time with your kids, or your parents, or your pets. Is the sacrifice of missing out on relationships worth the overtime? 
Question five, ask yourself, have I done enough to avoid the situation? Maybe your stress isn't a matter of productivity, but a pileup of situations that could have been avoided if better planned. Maybe you feel your work-life balance is flawed because you spend so much time or money traveling to work. Maybe your work process can afford to be a little more efficient. Maybe you're not really suited to the job, but it's better than being broke. All these little annoyances add up, you know. So consider solutions to the questions you're asking yourself, and you may be on the way to a healthier, happier you. So there you go. Five work-life balance questions to ask yourself. That's it for this week's episode of Arrive in 5. My intro music is Story Has Begun by KiloCast. Please send comments and suggestions to me at arriveinfivepodcast at gmail.com and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Anchor. Ooh, leave me a message too. And I'll see you next time.